This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the Dish Professionals. Call them today to one four two four dish Watch the games you want. Save some money. Awesome promotions. Plus, if you sign up during the big show, get an extra $100 put back into your pocket. 801-424-DISH. We're going to talk to Bowler coming up here momentarily. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the Jazz going into camp. Also talk a little college football with Bowler and get his thoughts on Ben Simmons, which is something we have not talked about today. Gordon, Ben Simmons uh, uh, and his people saying he will not show up for Sixers training camp. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> uh, he's giving people a lot of money. This, uh, I was thinking about this. This slow playing, uh, trading Ben Simmons has not really worked out well for Daryl Morey, per se. Because wasn't it, uh, we were talking about how they could have flipped Ben Simmons for James Harden at one point? Or at least that was a conversation that mm-hmm. was out there? Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's talk to the man himself. Let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is having an end of season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save fifty percent off each smart controller purchased. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit SmartRain.net to schedule a demo today. Is the television voice of the Utah Jazz? He's our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, what's up, Bowler? Hey, Jay Gordon. Good to hear from you. How you been, man? Good. We've been great, Bowler. I, I love fall in Utah, man. This is a great season rolling in. Football's here. Oh, Jazz are right around yeah. the corner. Life is good. Yeah, there's a lot of stories going on everywhere. And, you know, Jazz making a move to Vegas. Not a move, but a training camp move. I should be clarified that so that no one drives off the road, right? Yeah, let's, let's not panic uh, everyone, Bowler. <laughs> oh, my. But, no, it's uh, – and you got football underway, you know, almost a month then. So, it's uh, – a good time of year baseball world series coming up hockey starts what else you want i mean and hopefully we get a full season and that's all that matters bowler we want to talk to you about the jazz but gordon and i were just chatting about ben simmons uh curious to get yeah. your thoughts on the news today that he will not report to training camp for the sixers uh and wants to play for another team well that news does not surprise me i think anytime you have a player who has uh well the doc didn't support him, and then the media, the fans, uh, the rest of the NBA has kind of been hands off, not interested. Uh, I don't know how they're going to work a deal. I mean, you guys, I just heard when, when you guys came back on, you know, two years ago, about in the bubbles, really. I mean, if, if you're going to move somebody, you didn't know what kind of season or ending he would have in the playoffs last year. But the value of a Ben Simmons has dropped dramatically. And, um, you know, of course, Philly's going to try to do their best to get as much as they can out of him. But now with this situation uh, where he's not going to play and has made that clear, no, he won't report to, to camp, um, you know, it puts everyone in a bind, man. It's, it's what Harden did to Houston after what? He played, was it five to six games? And then that was yeah. it, kind of a yeah. shutdown. Let's get out of here. It's not going my way. You know, Simmons may be a little bit different. I mean, um, his weaknesses have been exposed. Other teams and GMs around the league know that. 
And the value, what was, is not not what it is now. I mean, the value is like a stock that was, you know, busting through and uh, finally, you know, hit hit its ceiling and, and is bottoming out. I mean, it's kind of just in layman terms the way you have to look at it. And what team wants to roll the dice and bring in a player that I'm not sure to Jake and Gordon where his mind is going to be. Uh, he, he's been damaged a bit, in my opinion, in his confidence level. And, you know, he was heralded as, you know, a young superstar that would take Philly to the next level with Embiid and others. And it'll be really intriguing to see what Philly can do uh, and go from there. But the other part of this story is what does it do to the current day Sixers as they prepare, you know, for camp, preseason, and beyond. So, you know, that's a tough one to have hanging over your head, a franchise who has hopes of being a, a major player, you know, again in the Eastern Conference. So this story's not going away, by the way. It's, it's, uh, it's going to hang around for a while. And it'll be real interesting to see what the final outcome will be. Uh, if Philly takes less, just to move them and get get that that part of their history behind them, and what team really wants it bad enough to give up what draft picks or players? Uh, it's a mess. There's no doubt. So, Bowler, why are the why are the uh, Jazz uh, training in Vegas? What's the real reason? You know what? I didn't get invited. Uh, <laughs> Lame. You know what? I think it's I think it's a chance with these veterans to introduce themselves to a couple of new guys. It, to me, I think there's been so much happening the last two plus seasons that this is kind of a place to get uh, maybe a reset, a reboot. Uh, it's out of the city. Uh, it's a place uh, that you can maybe have a, as you like to say, a kumbaya meeting, Gordo. <laughs> and, you know, if there's any things that need to be set on the table, you can do it there. Um, Donovan's ankle. Um, you know, Mike getting back his health. Um, working out and talking to Joe away from a lot of the media about his name being, you know, in the trade rumors. Um, I think that's probably probably part of the reason, uh, and it's healthy. Uh, you know, it, Jerry Sloan did it quite often. Um, you know, uh, up to Boise, was it, I believe, uh, Cedar City. Um, so a lot of teams do it. It's just under those latter years of Jerry and the Ty Corbin era and the first seven years of Quinn, it just didn't happen. So, you know, I think under new ownership, maybe Ryan had, you know, maybe said, hey, get out of town if you need to. And that may be, you know, his part of him, his, his idea. I don't know that. I'm thinking out loud with you guys, but um, I know some people were panicking about it. No, I, I, I think it's uh, probably a good thing. Three days and a chance, I think, to get away and really talk and just think basketball. And maybe, again, this team's very close. Has it been stretched a bit? The playoffs, maybe. Off season could be. And so this may be a good time just to kind of reformulate and get these guys back on the same page. You know, Bowler, as long as we're just thinking out loud, uh, my my first thought went to over the past year with all the covid protocols and think about uh, think about the build up experience to leaving for the bubble in July of 2020. Right. Imagine the time that they've spent isolated at the practice facility 
over the past year plus where, you know, they're going there to test all the time and all this. I I wouldn't be surprised if their motivation was, God, let's go somewhere beside, you know, we love the basketball campus. It's a great facility, but let's go somewhere else because that's what we've known and that's it for the last year and a half. No, Jake, you know, it could be just like that, an infusion of something new and something a little bit more exciting than seeing the same paint, even though there's a little makeover, you know, over at the uh, basketball uh, campus. So, uh, you know, with the black and white images that we see now. And uh, but I'm with you. I, I think sometimes getting away and having a change of scenery can be a good thing, a healthy thing. A lot of NFL teams jump out of their cities and go somewhere else, you know, usually cooler um, or, you know, it's it's a break for the players. And, uh, again, I think a lot of this has to do, too, is just, you know, a team that's a veteran team who knows each other well. I'm not sure how much Quinn's going to dive into the playbook. I mean, they're pretty deep into it, as you guys know, because this team has been together. Uh, most of them, the core, has been together, adding a couple of very intriguing pieces, by the way. And we'll see what the Jared Butlers and uh, Whiteside and Rudy Gay, uh, Pascal, you know, how quickly they adapt. But I, I personally, I think it's a good idea. Uh, I don't think there's anything, you know, written that anybody ought to, you know, think anything other than that. It's just something new. It's new ownership. And uh, you've got a chance to to really go and, and uh, like I said, see something new, experience it, and maybe hold your attention a little better, too. Maybe so some will say not in Vegas, but you know what? Look, it's still – these guys are vets. Look, they know what the job is, and, and they know also the expectations, again, on this Jazz franchise. And so, um, you know what? you got to kind of start loose and build up to it. You've got four preseason games, and you play for real. Hard to believe, gentlemen – in a month's time, uh, October 20th. Am I right? Um, I believe I think so, that's yeah. A month, the from the mar- a month from tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. a month from tomorrow night. Home opener, OKC. So, Bowler, I- <laughs> expectations last year before the season were what they are, or what they were. Uh, this year, after the Jazz finished first in, uh, in in the regular season, do you expect them to do that again? Jake and I have been talking about uh, the ESPN panel that predicted that they would finish first uh, in the regular season again. Uh, are you on board with that, or are you expecting maybe a tougher road to hoe this time around? Well, if you break it down, uh, the Jazz, and correct me if I'm wrong, Austin, and guys – the, the experts call the Jazz schedule, and they, they have to play 82 just like everybody else. But it's one, if not the easiest schedule in the league. And what that means is with starts, home, away, back-to-backs, length of those, roads, those road games and who you play, um, if that's the case and still holds true, then that's a great plus. Health will be the other issue for a 34-year-old uh, Mike Conley, and we'll see what Donovan comes back as. And Rudy, I saw a photo of him the other day, and I thought he was posing for Mr. World. I mean, the guy's got an eight-pack and more, and the guy works his tail off to who, to be what he's become, and I applaud him for that. Um, and Joe, we know what Joe is and Quinn Snyder. Look, the pieces are still there. I think they've, they've gotten better. Uh, they have more diversity in their lineups if Quinn Snyder chooses so. And I know the big 
the big talk was small ball against the Clippers. Well, they've got that ability now. Uh, as long as Rudy understands that, you know, there may be times and minutes that Quinn's got to make change, right, to be competitive and stay in a ball game. So um, I think if you put all of it together, they're competitive. They're one of the best. Charles Barkley even said, or was it Shaq? I'm sorry, Shaq even had the, uh, the ability, after all the grief he's given Donovan and Gobert, is that they're the only team that really can compete against the Lakers. And that's, you know, the elder Lakers, by the way. Um, and that's that, that roster, man, just, you know, kept on getting older as the summer went on. And for L.A., they got to stay healthy. If not, that thing could derail quickly. And I'm not sure how Westbrook's going to uh, really uh, blend uh, with the likes of A.D. And, and LeBron and so many others. But we'll see. It's going to be an interesting season, guys. We haven't even started yet. But look at the storylines building. I mean, you start with Ben Simmons. You go to the Lakers and their age. You know, the Jazz could be top of the heap in the West, but it really comes down to health. And what does Phoenix do? And does Chris Paul stay healthy with, with Booker? Um, man, these are all things I'm really intrigued to see how it plays out. Not 72, by the way, but 82. And I'm wondering, too, guys, if GMs, coaches, how it's going to fare with the fans in the NBA if, indeed, uh, some of these older players get more rest than usual. That could be a storyline as well to follow as we jump into about after game 15 to see how that, that plays out. You know, Baller, I like what you said there about health because, you know, you and I have complained about the whole, you know, managing of uh, the minutes and all that sort of thing and load management like you're talking about. But health is so very important. Uh, I mean, it really – it's the biggest factor, I think, in winning and losing. Uh, it, yeah. It, it, giving yourself a shot. So that being true, I guess – uh, the fans who pay the money to uh, see the stars play night after night after night after night or on one single night where they save up money to go have that opportunity and they miss out, well, that's that's just the way it is because this health thing is huge. Yeah, it is now more than ever. And, Jake, you know, I mean, we talked a lot about this on, the, on you guys' show is that I feel bad for a family of four or five who do save for that one night to see a LeBron or a Donovan matchup, right? And it doesn't happen. Uh, and I'm sure the networks don't like it either uh, when one of the big stars doesn't play on a given ESPN or ABC primetime game. And they, they can be mad because of the billion-dollar deals that are, that are out there. And, and the NBA even wants to double that, if I'm not mistaken, in the, I'm not laughing, but I guess I am because double that. I think it was $29 billion. They want to go even higher into the 40s. Wow. I mean, that's amazing to me. But, you know, there's many outlets now that are looking for, you know, entertainment, <clears throat> YouTube, whatever it may be. I don't know where it's going, but streaming's going to be big, uh, even bigger. And I think there are going to be other venues for people to get their, their fix uh, with all sports, not just, not just the NBA. But um, getting back to your point, there's so much money, and I think that's uh, going to your point. That's part of the issue that the investment that the Jazz and the rest of the NBA put in their into their salaries that forces them to protect these guys even more because of what is now a, a, a mega investment into Donovan and Rudy Gobert. So I'm anxious to see how much a player will have his say in playing or not. I think it's another storyline to see this year. 
but also they want to preserve themselves, right, for another payday one day. And they're young enough that, that that's going to happen. But I don't know. I think the winning part of it, uh, Jake, you made a point about will they be the best in the West? They could be, but I'm not sure if they're going to worry about it or feel as much stress or pressure as they did last year. They've been there. They understand what it takes to be uh, a top-rated team. That may overall be a great thing when it comes postseason. So do they tend to pick and choose their times like some great teams do, and maybe they've learned that along the way, and then prepare themselves for that grueling six-week playoff stretch. So, uh, again, another storyline that I'm anxious to see how this plays out. Bowler switching gears to college football real quick. What do you think? Uh, not only BYU three and O, but three and O against the Pac-12 South. Wow, wow! You know what, Kalani Sataki and that that coaching staff with uh, their ability to open up the playbook and do some razzle dazzle. They're athletic. They're fast. They hit the edge. They're powerful. Uh, the O line is protecting the D line. The blitz. The coverage. I. I mean, wow, I thought they were good last year. And, you know, everybody wanted to see them, you know, get more accolades. But, again, a truncated season. But, man, what I've seen so far, they're having fun, first and foremost. And the pressure uh, seems to be something they're not that focused on, right? I mean, from one quarterback who jumps into the NFL to another, the transition's been smoother than I ever thought. So I applaud that. But I like the way they're running their offense. It's it's fun. Uh, it's they keep defenses off balance, um, and they can go up the middle. They can go outside. They've used the tight end Rex a little more than in the past. So they're mixing it up. And on the flip side, Utah just doesn't look like a team I know. And now you've got Charlie Brewer who announces his departure. Um, and Gordo, you know me. I mean, from the old days, I just don't think a guy should just up and quit because you got benched in the third quarter. But that's the way it is nowadays. Um, you know, Kyle wished him wished him well, but he goes from a starter and had a blazing numbers from Baylor, but yet it didn't work out here in two and a half games. I'm kind of surprised, but in reality, I'm not in the way that uh, players come and go and move and jump into the portal. Now look. Is, he doesn't have any other real options that I know of, right? I don't know. He might great. have options. He might have options, but I don't really blame Charlie Brewer on this one, Bowler. You know, the guy's a, a really good quarterback. He proved that at Baylor. He comes to Utah, and it doesn't work out for him. And he, really, Utah is where quarterbacks go to to either flop or, or, or fail. Right. And, right. Uh, and so he sensed that, and he wasn't going to get the opportunity that he uh, – either was promised or felt like he was going to get. So, I mean, I understand he struggled. That offensive line, Jake brought this up, the offensive line has really not helped him at all. Multiple holes, multiple fumble issues right in the backfield. Uh, They've had special team breakdowns as well, which is very unlike uh, the Utah Utes, as we've known in the past. I mean, they've really puffed their chest down in years past of being really incredibly efficient an impact and having an impact on their own special teams. So, yeah, something's not quite right up there, and a quarterback change is where you usually start, and it seemed like it lit up the Utes, despite the fact they lost in triple OT. Uh, so the Washington State game is, uh, 
is vital, right? I know that's early or maybe too much to say, but I think for fans, yeah. Um, they've made the QB change with Cam, and, and do they move from there? And the beauty, and I think this proves a point why it always was intriguing for Cougar fans to find themselves a conference, is when you have a rough start and then you start to play your conference opponents, it really is a clean slate. You still have the opportunity to improve and become the team that some people thought you would be. And, again, that's going to be intriguing to see if Utah can rally back from a one-and-two start and their only win, by the way, against Weber State. And, you know, I like the comeback, but it just fell short. Uh, and I thought Cam did a nice job getting outside the tackles. He's more mobile. Uh, I just don't think, you know, Charlie, maybe, you know what, Gordo, maybe just they found out the offense or what they want to really do didn't fit him. Uh, even though that he's got pocket presence, maybe they just need to be a looser team on the offensive end. And maybe that's what the, you know, Kyle and the guys saw in the second half with Cam, right? A little more mobility. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, Jake? Be able to get out of the way. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, Bowler, thanks for coming on as always. Hey, do you think if we stowed away on that flight to Vegas, they'd be mad at us? Maybe we can, maybe we can sneak on or something. You know what? Um, Gordo, you know what? You have some more mustaches maybe we could uh, put, throw on and – and, and, you know, put it on Roger an old Mars uh, glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of, that would be really, you know, we wouldn't be real noticeable, I don't think, getting on there. But No, I think we'd be really noticeable. Yeah. Or, or we could just have Gordon gas up the G, uh, the, the Gulf Stream and, and get Ooh. us down there that, that way. Well, I'm, I'm in for 10 I... bucks on gas, Jake. How about you? Yeah, I'll go you for know, 10. Here's sure. the thing, though. Jet, I'm sorry, jet fuel, Gordo. Yeah, occasionally I... I rent that thing out, and I let other people use it. And so it, 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 I'm going to have to see if I can clear the schedule. All right. Can mm-hmm. you clear it? You, you let can us you have the pilot? Yeah, well, we can meet him over there uh, <laughs> sometime after the immediate day on uh, next Monday and then just make a quick trip in and out. Perfect. I'm all in. Yeah, yeah all right. Me too, Baller. Mm-hmm. If you're going, you're not best. flying it, Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll concur. Thanks, Baller. I'll right. uh, see you soon, guys. See you, buddy. Uh, the great Craig Bowler Jack, who jumps on with us uh, each and every Tuesday. What do you think of uh, the news about uh, the Jazz uh, training down there in Vegas? Oh, I, I included that in my question to Bowler. I thought kind of, well, get away from the practice facility, you know. Yeah, like, that, that, and I, that's something I really hadn't thought of. Um, but but I, I'm not sure that's the real reason. They spent so much time at the practice facility last year. Well, what, are you buying into the they're moving the team to Vegas? No. Thing? Is that where, no, is that where you're going? Oh, yeah. Really? Do you think that's what Ryan has in mind? No, I don't, actually. But apparently that was a thing. What well, do you think? Uh, maybe back in 1984 when they were split. When, what year was it that uh, they were splitting time with, uh, with Vegas? But what are you getting at? I don't know. Uh, b- b- money? What do you mean, money? Were they offered something to go down there? No, I don't know. I, I don't know. Either. I would assume it would cost them more money to go on remote for. It's camp. not because Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to be in Salt Lake City, folks. For those that have been tossing that one around, I guess that's not the case either. I mean, he's going to be spending plenty of time exactly. in Salt Lake City anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. All right, we're here. At the Dish Professionals, eight one four two four Dish. Ryan is jumping on with us uh, once again. And Ryan, uh, listen, college football, NFL, all relevant. We've talked about it a ton, but. 
seriously, jazz season is right around the corner. I mean, camp is just about to start. First preseason game is October 4th. <laughs> season gets underway October 20th. And I know there was some hullabaloo last year about availability oh, yeah. to watch games. I know that was an issue. People got a plan. Yeah, you got a plan. And, uh, you know, that was uh, – we had a really, really busy spring because uh, I think a lot of people ended up in situations where they're like, wait, I want to watch these games, and they're not uh, just readily available with – you know, a streaming app or whatever. And um, this is something that, you know, we've got a great package with Dish. They've got this, uh, it's America's Top 120 Plus, but it's about 190 channels. Um, It's $2 a day. So like $67, I think is what it works out to be uh, uh, monthly. But that gives you AT&T Sportsnet. It gives you the Pac-12 network. It gives you all the ESPNs, Fox Sports, um, NFL Red Zone also. It's a killer, killer offer. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a fan and you're listening to the station, this is a, uh, a good opportunity to take a huge upgrade, get a much bigger, faster DVR that uh, has a ton of cool features and watch all the games. Are those the best reasons that uh, the cord cutting doesn't work, Ryan? Um, well, we see a lot of times that, you know, cord cutters are spending, you know, 100 to $130 by the time they put together the packages to get the games and everything they need. And uh, it's initially, I think, you know, it looks like a, it's an opportunity, right? But if it ends up costing you more and it's not easy, and that's what we hear a lot. People call us up and it's, it's just not easy. It's just not as easy as it is just having everything in one place. Like we've had customers say, I just want it all in one place. So it becomes a hassle. Yeah. And if it's, you know, if it's cheap enough and with this price guarantee that Dish is offering, it's huge because the cost of streaming has gone up 186% in the past year and a half. So it's, it's, and it's not slowing down. Yours already rate increases in the works for a bunch of different providers. So get locked in, get a better price, get the best DVR out there. You can take it with you. Um, the Dish Anywhere app. You can plug an Amazon Fire Stick into a TV someplace and you have a hotel room or in uh, your backyard if it's an extra TV. It doesn't cost anything to do that. Um, that's just included with the service. And they have the mobile dishes, the tailgaters, where you can go camping and watch a game in HD. Nobody mm-hmm. offers anything like this. And uh, it's great. Fairly convincing there, huh, Jake? 801-424-DISH is the number to call. Yeah, by the way, your name came up several times when we were at the RV show last uh, last yeah. week. Yeah. We were bringing it, hey, you're going to invest in an RV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take that uh, that tailgater along with you. Uh, but if you get st- set up during the show, an additional $100 back on top of already great promotions. That's our goal. Yeah, $100 uh, cash back. Uh, I'll mail you a check after you get set up, plus the two-year promotion, movie channels, um, we'll throw in a Google Nest uh, Wi-Fi router on top of that. And speaking of that, we can also help you with the Internet and save you a ton of cash there. 801-424-DISH, 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to bring in Nick Ford, the Youth Center. For you guys who've been around, you're used to being 3-0 and at this point in the season. It's been a long time since you weren't. How different does it feel now as you start conference play basically to not be 3-0? and We're pissed off for greatness. It's not something, you know, you can sit here and dwell on because it will um, topple everything over. And looking at it the way we're looking at it, we know our mistakes. We know what we have to fix. We know what we have to get done. And we still have an opportunity to turn everything around. 
you know, there's still nine games of conference play. We're zero on zero right now as we see it. That's why I said the team is very uh, optimistic right now and willing right now because we see what we have in front of us. We understand what just happened, and we understand that we cannot continue to let that happen. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Cougar at 30 update. Uh, here is Kalani Sitake talking about his linebackers have big shoes to fill with uh, Peely's absence for the rest of the year. When you're playing against high tempo, no huddle type of team like what USF will do, we're going to need more than just 11 starters on defense. We're going to need a number of those guys, and we're going to have to dip into the depth because we want to play fresh and play where everybody's clicking at 100%. Ben's one of the guys that, that's going to fill in that we feel really comfortable with, but we feel good about that whole entire group. We feel good about Drew Jensen and, and Josh Wilson and Morgan Piper, you know, Jackson Kofusi. That whole group, we're going to have to step up. We might have to change a couple things from what Peyton Wilgard does and, and look into the little bit of things that, that Peyton and Max can do with their experience and maybe move guys around, but we'll figure it out in the next in the next few days and give our guys a chance to compete and we'll, we'll play with the best 11. This update brought to you by Rough Tough. They set the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fit seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do some business with Utah companies since 1976. Check them out today. RoughTough.com. That's RoughTough.com. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. BYU welcomes South Florida to Lavelle Edwards Stadium this Saturday for a showdown against the Bulls. Your home for the best coverage of Cougar football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at the Dish Professionals. Call the Mata 1424-DISH. Time for a little what's going on. But first, we want to remind you to join the Hanson Scotty Show at University Federal Credit Union at the Ranches Branch on Friday from 10 to 2, 3535 Ranches Parkway in Eagle Mountain. Uh, let's get to what's going on. Uh, checking in with the other shows on the Zone Sports Network. We'll uh, we'll check in with DJ and PK here, and uh, we'll get to uh, Hanson Scotty G coming up in the five o'clock hour. But here's DJ and PK talking about if uh, does Kalani Satake aspire to be a head coach somewhere else. What is your concern level that Kalani Sataki will take a higher paying job at USC or somewhere else? Utah, even. Jessica says Sataki is a class act. He will honor his contract. He needs to do what is best for him. I'm happy for him. Funny, all those BYU fans who were wanting him fired two seasons ago are now silent. Well, BYU fans are no different than any fans, though. They want to win. Yeah. 
four and nine, seven and six, seven and six. Right. That was a three year run up to two years ago. Yeah. So, but now they're quiet. And those same BYU. Oh, I don't think they're quiet. I think they're ecstatic. I think they're <laughs> running their mouths loud. They're just talking about something different now. Yes. Our greatness. Well, yeah, they're behind the guy. They love him. They love him to the nth degree right now. The U fans who are uh, complaining about the strength of schedule, they're they're pretty quiet now. Well, yeah, Ute fans, you got to be quiet because you can't say, well, lousy schedule when all they've done is play Pac-12 teams. Yep. <laughs> and so, one by eight. You're and putting by yourself nine. down by, and by saying ten. that. You're in a big quandary right now <laughs> that you're... If you want to rip their schedule, we suck. That's what you're saying. There's a meme I literally just saw. It's got a guy who's like sweating. He's got two buttons to press. One says BYU is overrated. One says Pac-12 is not good. Yeah. Pac-12 is good, excuse me. You yeah, pick your pick your poison. The fact is they've, what are they, 14-1? Is that what you said? Yes. 11-1 last, last year. Mm-hmm. 3-0 this year. They won 14 in the last 15 games. Yeah, I mean, that's just amazing. So you can scream schedule, but this year, and you scream schedule loud enough last year. Shut up already. Jeez. And now this year, you have all Pac-12 defeats. And so it really, to being a Utah fan relative to BYU right now, it's just best just acknowledge they beat us. They won. Congratulations. Because you got a couple of things going on. You you have this internal conflict in that you really like Sataki, the man. You just do. He spent 10 years there, man. He helped you transition and uh, set you up, help set you up. And the boss of the program really likes him. The families like each other. So you don't want to go and start ripping them there. And then they've done nothing but beat your conference and beat your division. I mean, it's amazing to think that they're 3-0 in your division. And they still have one more game to go and then a game against the uh, Washington State Cougars in the North. So you've got those things going on there. It just creates all sorts of conflict for you. So just say, hey, they won. We beat them at 9 out of 10. I mean, I, I, any, any series in the history of college football, I'll take 9 out of 10. There aren't that many 10-game yeah. win streaks and seasons, <laughs> yeah. and I'd have to go look them up. But there aren't that many going on right now. Yeah, in in uh, with a with a rivalry, no less. Not just yeah, a Iowa, series. Iowa, Iowa State. I just read about it, and that was like six. Yeah, and Alabama is <clears throat> like an eight on Florida. I think if I'm a Ute fan, I'm far more concerned about my team getting on the right track than the fact that I lost to BYU. Sure, it sucks, right. but you weren't going to beat him every year for the rest of eternity. That's no, I think sure. U fans are fixated on okay, how bad is this year going to be? And what is the path back? That's the most important thing. Not the fact that you lost to BYU. So for Cougar fans, what's your concern level that Kalani will take a higher paying job at USC or someplace else? Now, just because trolls can't complain about the schedule and they can't complain about the amount of winning at BYU, there's got to be something to complain about. Uh, And Dan says, really, DJ PK? The guy wins three games and you already have him shopping a new gig? No, we don't. Come on, man. Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports does. I can freaking verify it. To. Whether you want to believe it or not, I can show you texts. I don't care whether you believe it. I don't care if you believe a word I say. Because when I go into reporting mode, I have got a nearly a friggin' 40-year record. Matt says, none, DJ. You need to quit trying to start this crazy talk. Coach is BYU. You and your silly questions. 
I'm still loving you guys' this morning show. P.S. I knew they'd be 3-0 and at this point. So did the rest of Cougar Nation. No, Stinking media. No, no, they, they didn't. didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm pleasantly I surprised. Know. Vegas Money didn't know. They got underdogs they were, in two of the three. Uh, uh, best case scenario, obviously, is to win as many games as you play. But I wouldn't have bet because I'm not going to bet on anything anyway. It's just not my nature. Uh, so all these things in mind. And to me, it's not that Kalani would leave. It's that the board of trustees are going to pay enough money. That's where the concern is because the same thing can be carried over to Mark Pope. And Mark Pope is developing a brand name. He played in the NBA. He coached other places before he got to BYU, not just in the West. He's got all sorts of contacts out there. He knows Patino. Patino knows basketball, no matter what you think of him and scenes from an Italian restaurant. To quote hey, it, it, Patino carries a lot of weight in basketball, and he's, he's a disciple of Patino. Yeah. yeah, so all you got to do is get a recommendation from Patino, and you're good to go. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, that guy, you know, he's got some... Some, uh, uh, what, faults in his personality for sure and all that stuff. But on the floor in basketball, the guy's just really, really good. No one can argue that. And so BYU needs to come to the plate because they are set up now. This is the most exciting time in BYU sports history, just as it was a decade ago when the Utes were going into the Pac-12. Exact same thing. And for BYU with that brand that they have and the 20,000 and the 64,000 and blah, 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 the potential there the is unknown. really incredible. The combination of the unknown and the possibilities. And I want these guys to stay. All right, Jake. Uh, let me start by asking a question. When BYU has a few good games... And like those guys were talking about there, 14 and 1 over the last 15. Why is anybody going to attack that? Why is. I understand there's a rivalry, and I understand that fans like to. But I'm asking you because you've been known to hate a time or two when it comes to sports. So why, why can't people just let BYU have a good season, or at least so far? Wait, who's attacking it? What are they saying? Other other people are criticizing, you know, saying, oh, yeah, but they don't really, haven't really played anybody and all this. And it just seems silly to Is me. Is somebody that, really saying they haven't played anybody? They're 3-0 against the Pac-12 South. What do you? I don't know. I've seen, are, I've seen that those guys were talking about it. You heard them. That uh, people are. Well, I guess it's my way of agreeing with you. I don't understand where, where that criticism would come yeah. from. I mean, people look for ways to say, I saw one, someone uh, emailed me and said, oh, yeah, but they haven't really played, the, the, the teams they play played home games, essentially. They've all been home games, uh, even though one was in Vegas, but the crowd was uh, pro-BYU. So, uh, wait, you know, wait till they face this team on the road or whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's just, BYU has played really, really well. Kalani Sataki deserves a lot of credit for what he's doing down there. And he's grown up as a coach. Earlier in his career, he made mistakes. And it looks to me like he's learned his lessons. You and I were down there talking to him, and he admitted to some of the mistakes. And he said he's making adjustments, and he has made those adjustments. And it sure looks to me like they're working. And so let it be, you know? Let, let him have some success. It's all right. I guess partisan criticism, I don't know. Maybe I'm used to dismissing that in this particular case because, I don't know, Alabama never plays a road game ever, and nobody seems to mention that about Alabama. <laughs> I mean, what is the deal? Oh, they've only played home games. They played, what was Arizona State ranked last week? 
15, 16? 19. Was it 19? Mm-hmm. They're playing a top 25 team. They're playing three teams from the Pac-12 South, five teams from the Pac-12 total. You know, the historically the best team from the Mountain West Conference. I mean, you know, last year was such a unique year, and I hated the yeah, but look who they're playing. But they threw together a schedule, the best schedule they could. But, I mean. It was not a great schedule. But I you're mean, still yeah, yeah. button them when they play three teams from the Pac-12 South? That's stupid. That, that's what people do. Well, that, that's, that's, just that's how people want to It's not even it. worth acknowledging. Uh, I, I, I know that, but uh, it's. It's it's maybe it's human nature to some extent. Maybe people just want to take shots. But uh, I mean, for the Utah fans who are so looking for ways to criticize BYU, well, they beat your team, and so for you to diminish that, you have to say, "Well, my team sucks." You know, it doesn't suck. I mean, they're not off to a great start, but that team doesn't suck. That's just the cloud of the rivalry. I know I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Sorry, I didn't mean for my tone to come off as combative. But, I mean, it's just the red glasses, right? I mean, it's, it's part well, of my, what, my it, original question is why do people do that? Because they don't like BYU. <laughs> and yeah, BYU but, fans will, yeah. will point out how crappy the Pac-12 is. They don't like Utah. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the lens they're viewing it from, through. Well— it's one thing if the Pac-12 really isn't good, which it hasn't been. That's a fact. But BYU is good. That's a fact. At least they have looked good so far. And so why why try to tear it down? Well, this my point crazy. was is BYU did it to Utah in 2019. We're talking about down Pac-12 and this and that. They discredit what the, the, the rival does. Say, but that even was, that was it, stupid, too. Even, because Yes, uh, it was. But even if it means cutting off their own nose, yeah. they're not going to give you any credit. Yeah. It, that's something I completely understand. I know that would <laughs> come as a shock which to is, you. Which is why I asked you the question. Yeah. Well, it doesn't which, make it. But now you're diminishing your own. No, it doesn't make it rational. <laughs> Yeah. Kalani Stock's done a terrific job, and he continues to do so. And, and you should, uh, and to get to the point, really, that they, they concluded, you should want your coach to have interest from other programs because that means you're succeeding. That's how college sports works. There, what, there's two, three schools at the top of the heap. So if you're not one of those two, three schools and your coach isn't in demand, well, then you probably should be worried because <laughs> he's probably yeah. not coaching very well. I think Kalani would be a good candidate uh, to go elsewhere. He likes it at BYU. Uh, my, 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 and I wrote a column about this last week, but the, the point is essentially that if you want to hold on to Kalani Sataki, pay him what he's worth. I mean, now that BYU is going to enter the Big 12, they, if they're going to be a big-time football program, they have to pay Kalani Sataki like a big-time football coach. And not just him, but his assistants. I mean, those men are doing a terrific job. And right now they're the f- rated the 15th best team in the country. The coaches should be paid like that. 801-424-DISH. We are live at the Dish Professionals. We've got the Not Sports Report coming up next. And the Wakes Takes at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Aggies. And the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. Huh! Huh! The Aggies square off against Boise State for a big Mountain West Conference battle at Maverick Stadium. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Saturday morning at 9. From Monday morning to all the play-by-play action, nobody brings you better coverage of Aggie football than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. 
Oh, hey guys, Jake here from my friends at Zero Res, and summer is over. Fall is officially here. The kids are going back to school, and it's time to take care of those carpets. You've spent the whole summer, all the kids, dragging dirt and dust and dander inside your home, which gets filtered deep down into your carpets, and it's so deep down, in fact, your vacuum does not stand a chance, but luckily, my friends at Zero Res are here for you. They can clean up any dirt, dust, or residue that is trapped deep into your carpet. They're pat- process cleans your carpets without soap shampoos or harsh chemicals the safe effective process leaves zero sticky dirt attracting residue behind so your carpets are going to stay cleaner longer and uh, they don't flood your carpets like the traditional carpet cleaner so you can get back to normal life they dry faster it's great you got to try it out Call them, 801-288-ZERO. Tell them Jake from The Zone sent you, and they're going to hook you up with a great deal. $33 per room cleaned, plus they're throwing in the fourth room for free. Call them, 801-288-9376. That's 801-288-ZERO. You can also go online, ZeroResSaltLake.com, or up north, ZeroResDavisWeber.com. That's ZeroRes. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utes at 50 update. Here's Freddie Winningham asked about the Utes offense and why it's so much better in the fourth quarter against San Diego State. First of all, we were in a position where we needed to go tempo, right? So we were going no huddle. We were pushing the tempo. No matter who's in a quarterback, we believe we've got the guy to be able to pull the trigger and and make things happen. So to me, it was more about the situation. It was about being down by 15 points and understanding that, hey, we're two touchdowns away from tying this thing up, going in overtime and having a chance to win. So that's what all the focus was on. Happened that Cam came in and did a great job and kind of was the guy to help lead those last two touchdowns. So I think more than anything it was just okay let's listen let's win this football game Subtape brought to you by Davis Vision. Their back-to-school sale is going on now. Get $1,000 off LASIK and get rid of those contacts and glasses forever. LASIK can be an affordable option and financing is available. Don't wait. Call today, 801-253-3080. That's 801-253-3080 or online at davisvisionmd.com. That's Davis Vision. Check this out. And now your not sports report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, it is the big show, Live in the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. It's time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going crazy is where we're going. Jake, a woman posted on TikTok a video uh, saying that, uh, essentially giving tips on how to please a man. Oh, boy. Apparently, she divided her audience quickly with this one. She said that she gave this uh, advice, and uh, I won't say what her username was or anything like that, but she said, this is what she said on the TikTok, a man isn't really hard to please. Uh, And by the way, it's racked up 3.5 million views so far. She said, feed him. 
kiss him, wear dresses, get flirty, be his best friend, make home a paradise, shower compliments. She said that it's really not hard to do to please your man if you follow her advice. However, (laughs) the reaction to uh, it's got 92,000 likes, by the way, but a whole lot of dislikes. And uh, let me give you a sampling of some of the contrary points of view. All right. One person said you forgot to change him, burp him, read him a bedtime story. Another said, I'm not his mother, so no. A third said, uh, living in 1940? And another uh, said, but what is he doing for you? Uh, When the woman was asked, uh, why do I need to wear dresses to please a man? She said, men like them more. Are you uh, agreeing with any of this, Jake? Not really. Uh, Let's see. What else here? Uh, Someone else said uh, a lot of women do this and their men still don't appreciate it. And one husband added, yeah, I'm not really into all that. My wife is my best friend, but she's also my intellectual equal and I feed her. Interesting that some people still are sort of shoveling out their ideas from the 40s and 50s. Mm -hmm. You and I would uh, have dissenting opinions on that. Well, I would. Mm -hmm. What's the best way to please a man, Jake? (laughs) Is is it really anyone's duty to make sure you're you're happy? It's up to you, Um, isn't it? (laughs) That's the point. Come on. It's a partnership, right? You know, you're not there to <laughs> you're not there to to uh, be a servant. You're there to be a, a partner, right? Isn't that the way it is? I don't think that's controversial. I don't think that's liberal. Well, you're talking to somebody that folds their own laundry, so. Well, I just say, uh, you know, as far as far as that's cuz your wife doesn't like to do it. Whatever reason. Yeah. Fold my own. My, my wife likes to do it. So also cook and do dishes. No, no, I never yeah. said that. No, I never I, said I'm telling talking about me. Oh, anyway, I like what the husband said. Yeah, I'm not really into that. My wife is my best friend, but she's also my intellectual mm-hmm. equal. Here, here. That's the way it should be. Don't live in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Don't live in the 50s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? what? So what what am I supposed to do? If my wife likes to do certain things, am I supposed to intrude on what she likes to do? All I said is I fold my own laundry, man. Yeah, well, why'd you bring that up? Because I do. That was pointed straight at me. Stop it. I don't know what to tell you. I folded some last night. <laughs> fold my daughter's laundry, too. I, I same here. Yeah. Uh, we're live at the Dish Professionals, 801-424-DISH. That, that one backfired I on me, man. I don't know what happened there, but somehow that weapon got turned around. <laughs> I, uh, Here I was trying to disagree with this woman on TikTok, and you guys, what are you doing? 
I fold my own laundry. I don't know what Why'd to tell you. Why'd you bring that up? Because it's a partnership, as you mentioned. <laughs> no. No. You said, you said it. No, you, you, were, said you it. were throwing the barb at me. I was doing nothing of the sort. What's that look for? I, I do a lot of things. Not laundry. Yeah, as you say, well, okay. you, you pay for everything. Yeah. Yeah, but I also, but, like, I do the dishes. Is that okay? You don't put the dishes away. I dust. You do <laughs> not. No. I clean. I no, vacuum. Negative. What, what do you mean negative? We talked about this. You all. don't live in my house. Yeah. You don't know how it works there. I do, though. <laughs> Man, I'll never do that one for a nice sports report again. I didn't do it. I was... I was Perfectly content sitting right over no, here. No, you had to pick out that one thing that my wife said she likes to do. I talked about me. I know, but that's no, you weren't. I was. You were not. You were talking about me. I, let's talk about television, shall we? Oh, okay. All right. Talk about watching sports. You know what I like to do while I'm folding my laundry? Watch sports. <laughs> there you go. You know, it's it's a great thing to do while you're watching the game. It makes it, you know, you just it's a nice distraction from the fact that you're folding laundry. You know, you can go uh, that uh, NFL red zone, and then it's just nonstop. Oh yeah, as many hours as you need. I'll fold laundry all day. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. See, it all comes back to watching sports, which is the beauty of uh, of sports, right? And that's what we get to help people with. We get to help them watch sports and make it easy and uh, put it all in one place. You pick up the remote, say what you want, and it's on. Make it easy. That's a big thing, right? Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about that. The Amazon Fire Stick makes it easy to watch your programming wherever you are, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the Dish Anywhere app, if you're out of town and you still want to watch the game, you can do it. It's easy. I've used it, and it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, last, uh, last weekend, my kid had a mountain bike race, and we were – we were all over the place, and having the app was uh, was awesome because I could pick up uh, on the game uh, late uh, while I uh, finished my drive and be able to watch it uh, and not have to uh, you know worry about it, you know missing a minute and I can skip commercials and all the great features of home wherever you're at. So cool. So on top of the programming, the easiness of Dish really is what puts it over the top. I think. Yeah, and you know I tell you the uh, the equipment. We're, we've got so many people that have made the switch from the other satellite provider because the, I tell you that there is no comparison. The equipment, the hopper, where it uh, is faster. It's just the voice remote. You get away from that old, the old up and down arrow searching, and um, you know the uh, Pac-12 network at the NFL Red Zone, and it's a couple bucks a day. It's super cheap. This offer that we can put together is uh, is much cheaper than. A lot of the streaming options to put put all that right. together, and it's all in one place. Plus, you've got Netflix and YouTube all built in, so there's no input changes or anything. So easy. Yeah. just makes it easy. 801-424-DISH, that is the number to call. The promotion uh, going on right now is, is really unbelievable, but you're doing an extra 100 bucks on top just because the show's yeah. here today. Just today and today only, so you don't want to miss out on this. If you're uh, going, hey, I want to watch this game on the Pac-12 Network this weekend, call us up. We'll get you dialed up. The two-year promotion, two years worth of credits, movie channels, 100 bucks cash back, and a Google Nest Wi-Fi router. 801-424-DISH. That is the number to call. Call now, 801-424-DISH. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you. All right. Wake takes Mason Wake of BYU joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. Have we ever talked to John on the air? No, no, and I've got questions. 
Is he there? I'm here. Hey, John, how are hey, you? Hey, John. I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, John, yeah. while we have you. No, no. <laughs> we've had a, uh-huh. a, a long back and forth about a pitchfork incident. I want to know the details of my buddy here and your brother running a pitchfork through you. <laughs> we were out working and, you know, cleaning our hands or whatever you want to call it. And uh, he thought that he was like King Triton and he uh, threw that pitchfork and that is true enough. He sat on the mark and put it right underneath Did you throw a trident? Yeah, I killed a guy with a trident. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.